Welcome to episode 38 of Mixtapes and Heartbreaks. I am your host, Joshua. I am your host, Diana. 38. 38. Today we have a guest, the incomparable, the amazing... Wayne Wedge. Wayne Wedge. It was a fun one. We did it up at the Speakeasy. Thanks again to the fine folks at the 51st Street Speakeasy for having us in your building, allowing us one more time to, to grace... The, the Coke Room? The, the, it, well, the former Coke Room. Okay. Well, now that they have DJs playing, it probably is once again the Coke Room. Who hmm. knows? Hey, test your drugs. Uh, so it's going to sound a little different, a little roomy, might be a little echoey. There's a very cold room. We're in the middle of a cold snap. Why do I always start with the weather like I'm some old man who just got the weather channel? Because you are? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, I was going to talk about how it's fucking freezing in here. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I say weather. It's why I understand people move to like California or Florida. Whether like just a temperament, it's temperate just, weather. It's just 75. Yeah, but they have like fucking fire. Why do I keep saying that word? Jesus. Um, they got like these fucking fires and stuff. They have fires and earthquakes and right. landslides and stuff. And an abysmal homeless <laughs> uh, problem and all, uh, the Cali- home home. Uh, California's got their own problems. Yeah, got quite a bit of problems. Ours is cold weather is not necessarily one of them. <clears throat> that is true. We uh, we talk about a lot of different things on this one. He picked an amazing song. Uh, we go into detail on that. Talk about conspiracy theories. We talk a little bit about aliens. We talk a little bit about, as the title suggests, mom tits. It goes kind of all over the place. But it was a lot of fun. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode, as always. It's brought to you by the fine folks at Anthem Brewing. The double crack of Anthem Brewing. Today I'm having the Anthem Always in Session IPA. It's a great beer. I should have pulled out a, a stout, but we are out of stouts. It's the perfect stout weather today. It is perfect stout weather. Anthem Brewing located at 908 Southwest 4th Street, right here in the heart of Oklahoma City. Go to their website, calendar of events, food trucks, what have you. Check them out. Thank you to Dig It, located in the Plaza District at 1739 Northwest 16th Street. Three. Street. Three. Three. Okay. Find them on Instagram at Dig It OKC, Facebook at Dig It, Dig It OKC.com. I'm loving, I'm loving Dig It. Uh, it's just a great spot. The, the more I'm del- getting into this, like, uh, middle age, I don't know, middle age crisis, whatever. Getting back into like you're the not things middle that, aged things I used to wear back in the day, like it's like that's just a good. I, I'm I'm needing a chain wallet for a costume idea. Where am I gonna go? Dig it, okay. See, that's where you're gonna. I go. don't think that that is necessarily an endorsement. <clears throat> well, the kids today they're wearing '90s clothes. Okay, it's full of '90s things. Yes, it's coming right back around. It is kind of a throwback, and I really dig it. <clears throat> Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm 40 and my brain doesn't work. Cool. Uh, we're also brought to you by Block Bar. Instagram at The Block Bar. The B-L-O-K Bar. Located at 30 Northeast 2nd Street. Just down the road from the Anthem Brewing. In the red shipping container. Red shipping uh, container. Vegan foods. Non-vegan foods. It's, it's fucking delicious. You will, if you want to have your mind blown... Go check it out. Go get a chicken sandwich or whatever the special they have that day. It it never disappoints. They celebrate uh plant plant dad's kitchen and Casso's. Both both delicious. Friday night is Zadie's night. Three dollar cocktails for everyone all night long. It's a party. It's a hang. It's definitely a hang. If you go to their Instagram, you will see just how much of a damn hang it is. It's, it's a usually time. a hangover. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you go a little too hard in the paint, have too many of those $3 well cocktails, that'll do it. Oops. We're not brought to you by, but I'm going to throw it out. I do it every week. (laughs) I I just love it so much because we're involved. Orange Peel. Instagram at Orange Peel OKC in the Alcourt in Old Britain. A wonderful vintage boutique with vendors with, uh, I almost said food. No food. No food. Clothing. Uh, house clothing and housewares. Clothing and housewares. And if you're listening to it the week this drops, they are doing a vintage pop up at the 89th Street Collective. 
off of 89th and Western in Oklahoma City from 12 to God knows when, 6 maybe? Probably. Saturday, February 26th. Wow. You got real uh, William Shatner about it. I almost forgot the date. <laughs> but it's going to be, th- those are always awesome. They're, they're always bit bumping with um, vintage clothing vendors, uh, rock tea vendors. Uh, check it out. There could be, the bar will be open. Biz. It'll be a real fun time, real fun hang. We, unfortunately, our, our booth will not be there. My mic thing keep popping out. Uh, our booth won't be there. But I'll, uh, I'll be there. <laughs> to, to buy, to purchase. Yeah, stuff. to spend all my money. It's an easy way to spend your money, for sure. I won't be there because I'll be practicing for a show. That we'll discuss at a later date. Well, Saturday, March 5th, Tweezer and my Green Day tribute band will be playing a show. Jorver. At the 51st Street Speakeasy. Thank you for that name, by the way. It's a great name. Thanks. That's also going to be a good hang. March is going to be full of a lot of good hangs, you know? The month of March. A lot of good shows coming around. I'm excited about it. You just told me, not nay 30 minutes ago, (gasps) a show that I'm very excited about, Elvis Costello and the Imposters. Elvis Costello is coming back to Tulsa. I'm super stoked for that. He's he's amazing. I haven't seen him. That was a good show. It was a great show, and it was an acoustic show. I'm excited to see him in a ver- in a, a live, full band uh, aspect. I'm excited to buy a $60 tour t-shirt. Yeah, that will probably shrink because... You get a medium. I've learned, look, uh, I'm not, you know, 28, the perfect age anymore. Right. Uh, I do not wear a small. Yeah. I mean, I can wear a small, but I want a little, a little comfort, a little room. Yeah. Well, I need a little bonus in case that motherfucker shrinks. Yeah. Or, you know, in case you eat a big meal. There's nothing worse than like. A food baby? Oh, uh, and a t-shirt. It's the mm. worst. Or a button down. That's the actual worst. But you know who's not the worst? Us. Well, I was going to say our good friend Wayne Wedge. <laughs> who again is on this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoy him. He's a big bundle of joy he's a he's a laugher he's a he's a teddy bear he's a teddy bear he's an amazing man and i hope you guys enjoy this episode with wayne wedge in this and be loud with it no problem yeah. you can mix it out all right we're here with wayne wedge wayne wedge legendary Hi. wayne wedge Ooh. on your birthday of all my, days my 40th happy birthday, birthday. i just Thank recently you. had a 40th birthday as well that is true. since we're all 40 the, the, since we're all 40 this is the year we all turned 40 and um i thought it was going to be a lot more. You know, I have like a whole... You you know me very well. We've been friends since we were like 15, 16. I, th- I think he's... Uh, please continue. Hold on. The, the, ang- <laughs> the anxiety, the panic attacky, the mortality. There we go. I there thought... One minute in. How far I know are we? Yeah. We're not even a minute in. Not even a minute in. Not, yeah. not even a minute in. And we're, I, br- we're I bring this out in people. Yeah. <laughs> he bring so, it to himself. I bring out the impending doom. So I, th- I thought it was going to be there, and it wasn't. It was just like, oh another day yeah i feel pretty good about it yeah you look great i was worried about it after last night like i was telling you but yeah you know. but that was that was elements out of your control still you know? need a damn milkshake you know so you said you've been having a good day so far i have it's been a great day you're in town to see coheed and cambria coheed and cambria and Why the, are they playing uh, the diamond ballroom <laughs> dude they always play hey, the diamond yeah. ballroom really i saw slayer there really how long ago I think it was 99. Yeah. Because it was uh, head PE. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, that, them. And then uh, System of Down. Nice. And Shit. then Slayer. That is a lineup. I remember that show. I think, I think our friend Robbie has 
has a, an interesting there, story yeah. about that Slayer show. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him saying something about that before. Like he got, I think he got kicked out and thrown out in the <laughs> yeah, cold. Yeah, but and didn't had, he get back in though? He came back yeah. in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was one of his stories. That's funny. Diamond Ballroom security at its finest. Well, you know, no. the, di- the Diamond is one of those venues. Okay, so for the listener, not from Oklahoma, <laughs> it's this it's this old ballroom that's been there for years yeah. in the middle of nothing. And like literally yeah. a dirt field, basically. It's just a huge metal building. And for the longest time, that's like that's yeah. where that's the only place that bigger bands could play around here. Yeah. So you know, I saw MXPX there. I've seen so many bands there. We went to MXPX we did. together there. It's kind of a shithole, but there's some. I was talking to some friends today about it's it. Like, like you know, an old country western. Yeah. 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 I have a love hate relationship with that place because it's, yeah, it sucks to get there. It kind of sucks being there because there's no place to sit. Now that I'm old, yeah, I need yeah. a place to sit. Yeah. But at the same time, there's so much nostalgia with it that it's like, well, you know, I can't really hate it that much. You know, and, and I was looking on like the tickets for tonight mm-hmm. and it said something like seating and whatnot is first come, first serve. And I was like, when has there ever been seating in the Diamond Ballroom? Well, I don't recall chairs. that. They probably th- have folding chairs. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because Bring our camp people that are our age. Yeah. <laughs> were once the young we okay we were once like the kids who would come to the shows and there'd be older people that were our age and you know and now it's just kind of transitioning to where maybe we're more pussified and we just need chairs or maybe they didn't just think to have chairs there yeah but last time i was there they had tables and stuff well you know i'll definitely especially i mean we're talking you know diamond ballroom Mm -hmm. that is the first time okay importance in my life first time well second time i saw a real boob in life. Oh, but it was Slayer show. Sure, you know, and that's and that, that was actually before that. Yeah, <laughs> You'll, you're gonna see a tip. Well, before the Slayer show, I had only been to like, you know, Christian punk rock. Sure, like Christian metal. Not a lot of booby flashing going on at those shows. No, no, no. no. Maybe hidden somewhere out in the back later, but not. You know, maybe in the parking lot. In the, the parking show. lot, parking lot sure. in the back yeah. of the Geo Metro. Maybe. So I was, I was stoked because I was like, dude, they're going to be women flashing the crowd at this. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I was 17, like oh. maybe fresh 18, even I don't know, somewhere in there. And there was absolutely women flashing the band, but they, you know, even at that time, Slayer was a pretty old band. I'm guessing the caliber of then, breast wasn't. And it, it was. 18-year-old me going, I didn't know I was coming to see my mom's boobs everywhere, you know? like. But, here, but here's the thing, when you're 17... Yeah, tit, it was upsetting. Mom tits. Yeah. When you're 17, a tit's a tit, though. Like, but, they'll take well, it. The, even more now, I'd be like, <laughs> hell yeah, man, yeah. let's do this, you yeah. know? <laughs> but that's something I think about a lot, like... Um, uh, like MILF porn or whatever, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. And you, you you think about that a lot? Well, no, no, no I don't think about well, it. Like, when, when you're on these, uh, I'm course. not saying I go to them, but there are various websites. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm not going to say, if, uh, there's plenty out there, X videos, Pornhub, wh- wh- whatever your flavor is. You'll never know. I actually clear my data, my history. Every so. time. It's the, <laughs> dude, Always clear your browser history. Dude, it's the clear browsing history of shame immediately after. <laughs> if I die, I don't want anyone to know what I'm watching. And it's nothing weird. It's just like, it's just, it's icky. It's icky. But there's always the MILF category, and you click on it, and it's people our age, like yeah. 40 is MILF. Yeah. I remember being a kid, and like, you know, you walk through the mall with your friends, and like, oh man, that's, that's a hot mom. <laughs> and she, she was, was probably, probably like 33, 27, maybe, maybe. you know? Like, maybe. Th- I just think about like my, I mean, my mom was like in her, she was 20 when she had my brother. Like, yeah. That's crazy. I think my mom was 24 when I was born. Yeah. No, no, 22. My dad was 24. My mom was 21. I only know that because on my 24th birthday, my dad specifically made it a point to tell me that when he was turning my age, he was, you know. Yeah. Isn't that weird to think about, like in context? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even kind of with the way he would kind of with what he's talking about, even like I look at. Okay, even even like that that uh, thing of Mike Gundy, the I'm forty. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm forty. I look at him on that, and I'm thinking he looked in my mind. He looked fifty, and I'm right. Not that it wasn't that long ago that that happened. Yeah, oh. like I still don't feel. I know I definitely don't look like I'm twenty three anymore, but I definitely don't feel like I look my age still. Right. I think all of us like. I don't know if it's how I carry myself. 
in how I see myself because I don't feel. We don't important. have children. That's that's a big part well, of it. Well, the children, you know, it's, it's, the, yeah. it's the lifestyle we all lead. Like when our You're parents. Solid thirty three, man. Solid thirty three. When our parents were like. 20 they were already like yeah. you know they're like five years into a job like breaking bricks or whatever the fuck you know what i mean like yeah. they worked hard and they lived hard and kids and marriage and that shit kind of grinds you down and you can start getting the wrinkles dude and they and they even borderlined like that vietnam era too where yeah some yeah. of them were well and even you look like desert storm and all that going on yeah. in the 90s you know like that our lady. parents were a little bit older than that but yeah. like they're not what it's, it's yeah it's a weird well, you also don't like time. I, I don't yeah. weird. Not only do I not feel like I look forty, I don't feel forty. Like, like we talked about in the last episode. Like, do you watch? Do you ever find yourself watching a movie and you see the actor? And you're like, man, I wonder how old they were. Like, it's an older movie. I wonder how old they were there. And you IMDb their age, and you you know go with the uh, the year of the movie, and you find out you were thirty five. Oh, we watched Field of Dreams the other night. Yeah. Kevin Costner was thirty five when they filmed Field of yeah. Dreams. Like you to look me, like you're fifty. Yeah, I was about to say to me he always looked fifty though. Yeah. Even, even as a young man he looked old to me. Perpetually fifty. <laughs> handsome. Yeah. Oh but handsome old, man. But handsome old. dad. For I mean sure. yeah. he had a streak. Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Uh Field Brian of Dreams. Brian Adams man. Uh, <laughs> the bodyguard. <laughs> Brian Adams, dude. Dude, Bro- I this the, I had a moment when I was walking through Walmart the other day <laughs> and like uh, the everything I do, I do it oh, for dude, you. Yeah, and and it was like I, I don't know what came over me, but it was like right at the the solo part, and I like oh. it was like went on for way too long before I realized I was like air guitaring <laughs> in it. You know, like what department just, were you in? I was in the clearance department area <laughs> actually. <laughs> well, you, you got to. I'm like, a clearance shopper. What is shopper. even more cheap than cheap here? Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to hit that aisle hey, man, first. Bargain's a fucking bargain, dude. Yeah, you, you hit yeah. that clearance aisle first because I don't want to miss out on a deal. What if? It's always D- that right. what if. Yeah. It's real nice. I got it at Target. It's on sale. So you're shredding air guitar to Brian Adams, everything I do to do for you. Oh, man. Yeah. And it, well, it was just, I had that, like, like I, my, my brain was like, man, yeah, that song rocks, you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I just it, I just rocked that song. It was a metal song in my head. Oh yeah, you know, like it's really not that hard. Like it. Well, the solo is like it's just single. Notes. He's not even like doing any weird like bendies. It's like yeah. But man, that music video though, that's. Mm. Where you well, get, but wasn't like the video basically like the movie in a video? Yeah, and yeah. The, well, the the band is playing in the they're playing in Sherwood Forest. Yeah, so, and they're showing clips of the movie. That's how ni- anything if you were on a movie soundtrack. Your music video was basically just movie clips. <laughs> just like you want you want to watch the hour and a half version or the three and a half minute right. version? Tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, I believe that same just year. Just the hits. He did the uh, Three Musketeers song, the All for that with All Sting and Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. Yeah. another banger, man. That's Oof. yeah. It's a big year for medieval England. <laughs> big, big big year for adult contemporary. Yeah, mm. movies based. In the medieval times. Um, I want to go back to the diamond ballroom real quick um, <laughs> because I want to ask you this question specifically, Wayne. Yes. Have you been to the bar in the parking lot? No. <clears throat> I have never met any person who has ever been in that bar. I was actually telling Holly on the way up here, I haven't even actually been to the bar in the diamond ballroom. The one in the back? Yeah, never. Hmm. I've always just went in there and walked right over to the music. Yeah. Never gotten a beverage at the diamond. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nope. several bar. Well, so there used to be one in the corner and then one in the back, and now they just have like two concessions on one of the sides. Mm-hmm. The bar in the back is never open. It's always like partitioned off because you know mm. it's never full. I will say, when I saw Three Eleven at the Diamond Ballroom, oh god, oh. they had that back bar open. Didn't need it because there wasn't a whole lot of people. <laughs> Not there. a whole lot of people there. <laughs> but they, they, I guess they Shocking. thought. Well, I guess yeah. they thought 311, big band. Yeah. True. Should have been a lot of people there. Should have been a lot of people there. Yeah. Hey, you fucked up by not going. Yeah. I'm just going to say that, that those guys put on a great show. The sidebar was there when I blacked out. Yes. At Social oh, Distortion. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I remember that night really well. You picked me up. I did. <laughs> I did. I fell down the stairs. I wrestled your friend around trying to get him to the house. I fell out of a bar <laughs> I store. I remember that night. Fell off a chair. Because yeah. you were really pissed. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I wasn't even mad at Josh. Dude, I was con- I was mad at the guy that I didn't know that was giving me shit while he was too drunk. I was yeah, convinced I was convinced for almost an entire year that I was drugged. You and I was. Yeah, that, that I, was I totally yeah. was. But you drugged yourself. I did it to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I realized, oh yeah, I took some kind of pills before the show. Okay, am I just learning this? Yeah, I found out that apparently... <laughs> yeah, it took them a couple years to remember that they took pills and then were doing, doing shots of whiskey. Yeah, there was like, I did not know There was this. An, yeah. upper, like an upper pill and an opiate we took at the same time, thinking, hey, that'll wow. be fun, allegedly. Wow. Any yeah. law enforcement listening? No, he drugged himself. I will say I that myself. it did appear that you had fun. I had a great time. <laughs> it did appear that you My had fun. My face hurt the next day. I had a great time. Yeah. I, here's the thing, though. As fucked up as I was, I distinctly remember the toadies being fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Being blown away <laughs> Dude, by Dude, I've always wanted to see the Toadies. I think they're a fun band, man. You know? They're great, and they're from Texas, and you would think they would they would play, or would have played. Maybe they did. Maybe I just... I didn't go to a lot of these cool shows. All my friends, like, talk about these cool-ass shows, talking about vintage, or vintage, uh, old-school venues, and, like, uh, when the Bricktown would have, like, outdoor shows, like, I saw Bush and Creed and, like, all these bands outside. Like, I never... I didn't get to go to any of those. Yeah, I only... I did go to one... Cat Fest, I think it was. Because that, that's actually how I, I, I actually only recently put this together because I always kind of felt like I didn't have a guilty pleasure uh-huh. as far as music went because I was never really, it's like I wasn't ashamed of anything that I liked. You know, right. like, I mean, boys don't cry. You know, that's, <laughs> you know, I got into that when I was young and it never, never even thought about it. But the other day I realized, I remembered that I do like the band Fuel. And that, <laughs> I am a little bit ashamed of that. You don't be. I am just a little bit. But it was at a cat fest. Beautiful. Okay, I had heard them. I had heard the songs on MTV. Really wasn't that impressed. Shimmer, man. Saw them play that stuff live, though. Mm-hmm. And, all, and it was like, first of all, they're setting up, and they've got two double bass drums. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, why does Fuel have a double kick going here? This <laughs> Dude, the songs were way heavier live. Really? It was weird. Like it was like a metal band, and then and then. But even after that, I was able to hear that whenever I would hear the album songs again. Hear the know? influence like, and like. Well, yeah, they they like, specifically wrote this song to be a radio pop hit to make the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you but can when hear, they play it live, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna rip it. You know, they're, they're gonna, gonna bring the thunder. Fuel was definitely one of the one of my guilty pleasures. I I thought, dude, Shimmer's Shimmer's a great it's song. A, yeah, it is. Dude, Hemorrhage is. in My Hands is a, a fucking one. banger. That's a good one. Every, it's basically just that album. Yeah. Because they, they I, I did go and listen to like some of the, they, they have some newer yeah. material. I think it's the first record's called but it's Sunburn. But it's not the same, it's not the same vocalist. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, he's been gone for a while, so... <sighs> I don't get why bands do that. What I, I get to I the get, face. Like you can't get rid of the face. Now that he was handsome yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that fresh little butt cut, bleach blonde. <laughs> yeah, look handsome. He Love always, a fresh butt cut. Yeah, fresh butt cut and an A shirt. Because we can't say wife beater. That's canceled. That's out of here. Yeah, a a a shirt. A shirt. Is what, yeah. a shirt. Oh, you can see the crack of it. It was, oh. it was just like wife beaters. It was, anyway, it was. Oh. I kind of I I did kind of think that was the case. I haven't actually, excuse me, referenced. An A shirt in a while. Mm-hmm. I used to wear them all the time. Yeah, but I haven't referenced one in a while. But th- but I had kind of assumed you probably don't call them the, the other name. The anymore. colloquial uh, word for the shirt was so. Yeah, it's not a very nice thing it's to say. Not a nice thing to say. Not a nice thing to say. And you're judging people who wear them by calling them uh, spousal abusers. I mean, it, it. I think it is one of those like, it's kind of like the old like not everybody that wears one is one right. but everybody that is one wears one Definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's actually kind of fun saying this without actually saying <laughs> it i got beating around i'm kind of enjoying like, how it how do i get around it <laughs> beating around though i i don't want to get joe rogan i don't want to get canceled here i don't, I don't I, find like a 12 minute dude, clip of me saying wife I'd be, I'd be okay with being joe rogan because that would involve me having a hundred million dollars to yeah. not care don't about care. what anybody thinks not at that point not at that point i'm not saying it's right but i'd be glad to be in his situation Sure, sure. Of course, I wouldn't do, say some of the dumb things he says. Yeah. I would hope that we would all still be yeah. nice people yeah. if we had a hundred a hundred million dollars. Yeah, sure. I think I would. I don't. I don't see why I wouldn't. I don't think I'd really do anything much that different because I already do what I want to do. Yeah. You know. Then you just have the money to do more things that you want to. And I have like cooler shit around me while I was <laughs> doing it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I drive, drive a cooler car when I go to that place to do the thing I want to do. Yeah. I'll yeah. drive a cooler car when I go get my milkshake at 9 o'clock at like Sonic. Get, one, get a car that actually has air conditioning. Hell yeah, know. man. <laughs> Moving on up. Moving on up. So Peter ain't stuck on in this one, guys. No. <laughs> so 
On this show, we talk about songs. Songs. And uh, what song did you bring to us today? Okay. It's actually like, I, I it, dude, you have no idea how long it took me to figure this out. <laughs> I started I even I even started being like, you know what? It's not even fair. They do this every weekend, so they they they're already in this picking songs. I only have one shot, and uh, be you'll be on again. Yeah, uh, probably, hopefully, <laughs> for sure. We'll do dude, a Panama episode. Yeah, we'll do a there road trip. Yeah, you guys come out there, uh, dude. So, Smashing Pumpkins tonight, tonight is what I landed on. Nice. went a long road to get there because <laughs> you i mean you've got to think like the first five metallica albums exist right <laughs> uh weezer's blue album and pinkerton exists right so many bands shy halud's first album exists it does you know like and all those like it, it, it is one of those because you know I've, I've definitely as i've gotten older i've learned when somebody asked me what my favorite song is that is a completely situational thing yeah, it's because right. I can only answer what my favorite song is right now because it changes constantly. Oh, yeah. It, it may not even be because I heard a new song. It's just for some reason in my head, this other song that I probably haven't heard in 20 years is like just rocking me, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, I, I actually kind of came to this one. Like for one, Smashing Pumpkins are a band, that album in general. Like I know a lot of my friends are they're more into like Gish older stuff you know some on the siamese dream siamese dream yeah. that's the that's the one i was trying to think of siamese dream which i love that album yeah both those I, records are great. I think it was like that age when that mm-hmm. album came out i was at that age because it, it like I, I whenever i hear that album mm-hmm. i have very distinct memories of like sitting in my backyard with my my boom box mm-hmm cranked up as loud as I can get it, you know. <laughs> did you have it on, uh, like, did, were, you, were you talking about listening to the radio, or did you have that, did you buy the oh, no, double I, disc? I had the double disc, oh. I did. And, and I, I actually bought the double disc out of rebellion, because <laughs> we, we had went to the, the, the BX. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, the BX. I, I was just explaining to some friends about the BX, and like, man, that sounds so awesome, just to, like, no tax. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. dude, the, the, the BX was the coolest. Like, you could buy, I bought... Silverchair Frog Stomp. I bought yeah. Boyz II Men 2. Dude, they, they did have a killer music selection, and all BXs had. Like, I, that's where I found out about Pantera. I don't know who their buyer was. I bought a No Knife cassette there. Yeah. Like, Dude, that, the, that's Tinker the Tinker uh, no, BX? No, uh, Langley Air okay. Force Base. Yeah, Virginia. Okay. Yeah, and, but I, that's where I've got uh, uh, Descendants, Everything, Everything Sucks. Was at the, the yeah. BX and Langley, and actually the way I got that one, I like is a quick story. My sister, this dude wanted to date my sister. His name was Vance, and uh, did he wear A shirts? No. <laughs> the name I, and Vance kind of sounds like an A shirt. This is not in any way important to the story, but he was Asian. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and his name was Vance. Vance. Yeah. Weird. And uh, he wanted to date my sister, and at that time, my sister and I were inseparably close, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, basically, she was like, "If my brother says you can date me, then you can date me." And so I said, 
if you go to the BX <laughs> at the, on the base mm -hmm. and get Descendants Everything Sucks for me, you can date my sister. Classy. And the next morning, he woke me up and handed that to me and I was like, all right, whatever, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. what, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Thanks. Thanks for the CD. She's I don't know. going to break up with you in a week. I promise. <laughs> you know? But, thank but you, you so. have that CD forever. Yeah. Thanks for the CD. It's going <laughs> to literally change my life. How yeah, I feel right, about yeah. music. Yeah. But so I, dude, I found it. Well, so this particular day, I, it was between a Green Day album and uh, um, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. And the Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness album had a parental advisory sticker on it which was bullshit uh -huh. like there's only one curse word on two discs mm -hmm. and like come on but it's like, like yeah 90s, man. it was stupid i remember when that record came out and there was a lot of it was around the time either before or after the tipper gore uh, parental that whole yeah. thing yeah i mean that's, the reason they that's why yeah, that and, was but yeah. everything was the PMRC. like but it wasn't yeah. even about lyrics it was about content and like that this uh, Marilyn Manson and smashing like you know the bullet with butterfly wings video was like evil for but, some but fucking reason when you but then when you actually like pay attention to the lyrics in tonight tonight and realize what that's about it's like makes that sound even more ridiculous yeah yeah because it is a dark song but it's actually a really really fucking positive song you know yeah. like the lyrics were you know like everything i was kind of seeing on it was Billy's version, like his, Billy Corgan, I don't really need to call him Billy like I know him, you know. Oh, Billy, I got him on old, speed dial. Oh, BC. Oh, BC. That's how I got him saved in my phone, it's BC. Bill Cor. I, got, I call him Bill Cor, you know. I call, I call him Corgi. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he, that, he had a rough upbringing, and that mm. song was him kind of saying, you know, your rough upbringing doesn't have to define you. You know, like, like we can, you can, you can succeed in life. Mm -hmm. Basically, he says it in a lot of words, and it gets darker before it gets better. You know, but that's ultimately a very positive thing. You yeah, know, he's right. just illustrating the darkness that he came from in with the music, and even with some of the words. You know, also a, a realistic way of 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 talking about it, not just like you know walking on sunshine kind of shit. It's like, yeah, like, no, 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 dude, yeah, it sucks, suck. and it's going to suck for things a while. Things are going to be pretty yeah. rough, you know. But it's also going to be good. Yeah. You're so going to you find out about drugs, and you're not going to go down that road, but you're going to go down that road, and then it's too late, you yeah. know. So you bought the CD because it had a parental what, uh, advisory stuff? Um, yes, but it, there was more to it. My mother was there, mm. my Pentecostal mother, mm -hmm. and... I was showing her what my choices were, and the, even though the Green Day, for some reason, did, didn't have a well, parental advisory. Melancholy was ninety-five, so that was, had to have been either Dookie or I don't think I don't think Insomniac hmm. came out yet. Yeah, probably Dookie. Anyways, mm -hmm. the one it may not have even been Green Day, but it didn't have a parental advisory, mm -hmm. and the the Smashing Pumpkins one did, and my mother specifically informed me that if mm -hmm. I bought that one, it would send me to hell. Oh. And so I thought, well, I can't buy this one now. What you should do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now that's a I challenge. Buy, yeah, but I got to see what happens from this. Yeah. Here's what you should have done is put your thumb, hold, like, get it ready, put your thumb over the parental advisory one, then hold them. Okay, I got, there's these two. There's the, these, don't look at it. Don't, don't, don't touch it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's like this. But no, look you at can't the, hold it. But see, but this one, <laughs> yeah. look at the artwork on this one. It's Art Deco. It's really... I think they're a jazz band. Yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, think about it, though, because this is the same parents that when MX, the, when I went and bought my first MXPX cassette at a Christian bookstore, mind you, of mm -hmm. we, we drove to the bookstore. I bought that. And my dad had me read. And this was poking at you, obviously. Yeah. I read the lyrics to him on the way home. And if at any point he was not satisfied we would be turning around and I would be returning it. Wow. Yeah. MXPX beat the beat the mold though. But I don't think you would like their lyrics so much anymore. Poconatch <laughs> starts with anywhere but here which start is like say your life would be better another way another. Poconatch the entire album is about God. Yeah. Every yeah. single song except one ad is about a girl but she's got to be a Christian. But she's got to be a yeah. got to be a Christian. Yeah. Yeah, now their lyrics aren't She talks to Jesus all day long. Which is a little kind of, that's, that's weird. That's a long time. It's yeah. a, lot, a lot of that's talking. Weird. Yeah. A lot of talking to Jesus. And if you're talking, all, how are you existing? Oh, man, that's a rabbit hole. 
It is. That's a rabbit hole it right is. there. That's a different episode. That's a different <laughs> so, so you, so you don't, so you, do you end up getting this record? I bought it. Yeah. Okay, you bought it. I bought it. She because she didn't tell me I couldn't buy it. She just said that it would send me to hell. Sure. Yeah. So, mom, that's not much and of an I, ultimatum. I've, I've always been, been one to live on the wild yeah. side. So, mm-hmm. let's see if this takes me to hell. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Sure, that is the road I'm on. If that's like the road that's uh, that are available, you know. Right. But, but then I you mean, spend that Christian the, logic and go, rock well, and roll, man. I mean, that's the road I'm taking. You, you know, s- you spend that Christian logic of, okay, great, but also, uh, God is control of everything, right? So yeah. if I buy this record, it's got to be God's will for me to get it. Hey, why should the devil have all the good music? Is there all you I'm go. Saying. That's a stretch, dog. Dude, okay. Melancholy, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness was my first double disc record, and I was blown away by that. Yeah. Like, you can get two, di- that's double the I, money. I think that was probably the first one for all of us. That, didn't, yeah. that yeah. format yeah. didn't really exist. Well, they had, like, you, if you saw it, it was like a greatest hits type thing. Right, like an Eagles yeah, like kind of a thing. Your yeah. parents bought like the greatest hits double mm. disc or something. You know? yeah. But to have a band put that up, it, uh, I was blown away by it. But I also remember thinking that so one side was melancholy and the other side was the infinite sadness, right? Yeah. And one had like a pink thing and one had a blue. And I remember thinking that one was better than the other because yeah. it was, this one has harder tracks on it than this one does, which really isn't the case. They both kind of have bangers on them. Well, the, yeah, the second one definitely has the heavier stuff though. Right. Like, and it has 1979. So, which was like one of the biggest singles of the nineties. You know? Oh yeah. Like, one of the coolest music videos for sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of videos, you know. did tonight the ice cream truck for a really long time. Well, yeah. that that's yeah. not from that video. Yeah, that's that's uh That's today. That's today. Oh. Sorry. 1979 was where he's uh he's in the back seat of a car, oh, the re- car yeah. reliving yeah. his childhood shortly after making or before making Dazed and Confused. Which was <laughs> very much like that. Yeah, yeah. But the Tonight Tonight video, that one I remember, oh, I remember seeing that on 120 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and it blew it blew my mind. Like this is really cool. Like, it was a masterpiece. Doing that, like it, it, it was a masterpiece. Time, yeah, know, doing that like, that silent film. It's based on that movie. Fuck, what's the name of the movie? Where the bullet goes into the moon. God damn it, I'm blank on it. But yeah, I thought that was really cool, and the, and the way they played, <laughs> like in the pieces on the stage and stuff. Yeah, oh, so cool. Yeah, apparently Darcy has those sets. Oh really? Yeah. She apparently after they made that, she really wanted them, so they put them out at her ranch. That's awesome. I keep burping. I'm cool thing, sorry. Hey, man. I'm you know, <clears throat> I'm clearing my throat because I'm drinking a beer, <laughs> not an anthem, mind you. Okay, a little peek behind the curtain. This one we are doing at again at the 51st Street Speakeasy. Thank you, 51st Street Speakeasy, yes, for allowing you. us to util- utilize your space. Thank you so much. But I'm having a an, another local beer, a Rough Tail friggin' Hazer Beams. It's delicious. Yeah. Not sponsored, just saying they're a great beer. I just now noticed this was a Cowboys cup. You can keep that one. Nice. I don't approve of that. Oh. <laughs> what's your what's your what's your football team of choice? Man, I don't know. I had one, but I've been disappointed lately. Specifically this last year. Oh, you're a Packer backer. Yeah. About that. yeah. Well, not necessarily the team's performance has been disappointing, but you know. Once again, we don't. I don't know how much how much of a rabbit hole we want to go down. <laughs> Make this a football oh, episode. Aaron Rodgers rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. Oh, he's in the, okay. Yeah. That's how little I know about sports. I didn't know no. he's even on that. But you know, I I didn't really watch a whole lot of football this year. Anyway, past couple of years I haven't. Yeah. I keep up. I've been keeping up with college. I think I've kind of went back to that. Like college ball. Yeah, man, I like college more than the NFL, you know. Man, them, hey, because them kids, they want it, you know. Right. The kids out there, they're playing, playing for well, their I mean, life. Now, now they can get paid, so yeah, it's good. And I don't have a problem with that, you know. They, those schools have made so much money off the backs of those kids. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Jeez, even when they lose, millions. they get yeah. bonuses. Millions. Yeah. I mean, sure, they give them, they give them, you know, like like scholarships and whatnot. But man, they could, they could, they could divvy up a little bit more of that. Help oh. those kids out a little. Well, right. yeah, I, I mean, mean just because you have a scholarship doesn't mean you have food, like money to eat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. And you're, you're, you're not buying your mama a house. Yeah, college. you're barely able yeah. to go to class because you can't, you know, you're playing games. Yeah. Literally playing games. That, that could injure you to where you can't work even after. Yeah. You know, yeah. like all that, kinds of things. And, it's just, and it's, just, it's just exploitation at its finest. I mean, mm-hmm. they talked about that back with like the, uh, who was it? All those guys in college uh, basketball, 
Mm-hmm. There was a 30 for 30 on it. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember which team it was. That's a great, the 30 for 30 is a but, great uh, series. Yeah. I remember you watched those a lot when you lived with us. Yeah. And we all lived together. I still, I still watch anything like that I can find. You know, remember when you were big into ancient aliens too? That was a yeah, thing. yeah. I still am. Once again, it's fun. I mean, yeah. They're fun. I still am, but uh, I don't. I don't like most of the people that are into that stuff. People <laughs> go too far down the rabbit hole. I, yeah, I, yeah, I like it. Okay, I'm into aliens and all that in theory, and I have a not like a firm belief, but I figure. There's something out there. There's, yeah, there's got to be. Absolutely. I'm not saying that they're, they've created the pyramids and all that stuff, but but that's it's fun to think about. Yeah. Well, it, it's fun to think about. And, and two of my things that I love, like aliens and professional wrestling, <laughs> you know, it's like... Are you about to get into a the, Jesse well, the Body Ventura? No, it's, it, it's, I, love, I love both of those subjects. Uh-huh. I enjoy everything about them. But when you get into the people that are generally like into those things, I have nothing in common with them. Yeah. They, like they are like Alex Jones ish. Yeah. yeah. I just don't want to catch him in bed with a goblin. It's funny like, to bring both of those because, up. Just because I know that, that wrestling is like, you know, scripted to a degree. And right. Like that, that, I still know the difference between fake and reality, though. You right. Know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the same thing. So, like the, the, yeah, the fake reality, the, 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 the scripted. Act, amazing acting, it's great. The the WWE and yeah. whatever, and the alien thing is like, sure, it's fun, it's fun, but not every video you see someone shot on their iPhone is yeah. a real. In fact, the majority of them. Because if they I were, if they were real, <laughs> however, uh, didn't the government like pretty much tell us last year? I was going to say, our oh, they yeah. existed, yeah, yeah. and we My, were just like. COVID! Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. My my good friend Tom DeLong, he <laughs> was He's deemed, a saint. He was deemed he is a, a saint. He was deemed psycho for like yeah. this guy's fucking batshit. Dude, crazy. going back to Joe Rogan. Joe yeah. Rogan like was mocking him. Dude basically. lambasted like, him. Just like just ripping him up. Like he was doing it in like that, like like it was like he was that being shitty like, Joe Rogan way. Well, yeah, I, yeah, because yeah, it's like <laughs> he's doing it to him, but he's like still pretending like he's being nice yeah but it's like what he's saying isn't nice yeah you know yeah. he gave him and, shit and it wasn't lost on tom DeLong. you could tell he was yeah. just like fuck this guy well his thing tom tom's you thing know? was like i know i know this sounds crazy and i can't really go into too much detail about i could make myself not sound crazy well, yeah but if i said anything i would probably get killed because yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to even say well, what I'm saying. And it's the video that he helped get released yeah. that the Pentagon had to come out and say was yeah. real. We don't know what that is. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's an amount of... So, I'm, I'm certain there's an amount of Tom DeLonge that has gone a little bit crazy. Sure. But not just because he thinks things like that, but because of the the, the amount of ridicule he has endured. Oh, sure. From yeah. that. That's got to like, weigh that on you. That's not just Joe Rogan that makes fun of him all the time for oh, that no. stuff. It's literally And in the everyone. meantime, he's like, listen, I know what I know yeah. here, you know? Now, I'm sh- like I say, I'm sure there's not, he's not right about everything, mm-hmm. but, you I know. saw I saw an interview not too long ago with him, and uh, the interviewer asked him about that, the Joe Rogan thing. He's like, do you feel vindicated now? He's like, fuck yeah, I feel vindicated. <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> the like, Pentagon, yeah, because, dude, he was ripping that whole, he was laughing mm-hmm. when he showed, when when that came up. Like Joe Rogan was laughing at that exact video, mm-hmm. and then several months later, the Pentagon comes out, and then Joe Rogan has that guy thing. on his podcast. Yeah, he yeah. says it's a real thing. He can talk and to that like, guy. It, yeah. How did we get from Smashing Pumpkins to Tom? I think DeLong we wanted. I don't know. Man. Well, here's we, the thing: the Tonight Tonight video we're takes place. Up. We're t- getting ramped up here. The Tonight <laughs> Tonight video is based yeah. on the play, which takes in outer space about the moon, aliens, yeah, and aliens. All comes okay. back yeah. around. Okay. Well, dude, and okay, but now let's also look back at just the record that, because, you know, that's the second track on the album. Mm-hmm. And the first track is that piano track. Mm-hmm. Like, they just flow so beautifully together. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big part of what, because this, the, the exact reason that I picked this song, and, and I, I think I have told you this story before. Mm-hmm. When several years back, when I was working at uh, CNC Market Research in Fort Smith, mm-hmm. this was before. It would have been about 2005, 2006, somewhere in there. And we had, um, I was working on their computers. 
they had sent me on a flight. The, the owner had a, a plane, and he sent my dad. No, my, it was the other worker, another fellow and myself, to St. Louis to set up their office, and then we flew back. Mm-hmm. And then as we were flying back, it was like snow and ice everywhere. And we're in like a little tiny six-seater. Like, the plane that Buddy Holly and them just, died. <laughs> yeah, just like hopping around up there. And I've got my iPod at the time, mm-hmm. my uh, 80 gigs. That was the biggest you could get at that time. Shit, man. You know? <laughs> And it was not touchscreen. It was the like, you the tr- you roll through second it. generation. Got to roll through it. And and there was a moment where I was like, oh, "We're about to die. Like this plane mm-hmm. is going down." And I was looking through my my iPod, <laughs> and I decided then that the last thing I wanted to hear as I was plummeting into the earth <laughs> was Smashing Pumpkins tonight tonight. That's your going out song. Dude, that's the, that's it, kind it, of beautiful. It, yeah, though. that and, moment. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, that I don't think that's changed since then. I it's still think orchestral. it's. I th- I still think it would be like one of the last things I wanted to hear. I'm, I did. I'm picturing that like in a theatrical kind of way of like because the way that song starts is like. A trip yeah. to the moon is the movie that you're thinking trip about. Trip to the moon, yeah. Orchestral, and then like, and then, and then it cuts down to just like the guitar and like the snare, the the rim <laughs> shots. That's one of the first Smashing Pumpkins songs I ever learned was that song, just because it's. You know, it's kind of like an open, open G, yeah, kind of a thing. When I always thought it was cool because I could kind of do the the rudiment thing that he was doing, mm-hmm. like, and, and like the main, you know, like ding, ding, yeah, yeah, I could kind of do it. So it was like, like even like, and like that's what I was saying. That's the song they did on that VMA. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool because like, you know, they like the the keyboarded player had just died, mm-hmm. and they had just kicked out Jimmy Chamberlain. And so there was kind of like this dude's like first performance is the VMAs playing a very not it's not a hard song but with all the different pieces going together yeah. in a live setting that would be really hard. Yeah, do, do you play remember perfectly? The, is it? Is it's like no long? no pressure, dude. You know, just get out no here, pressure, but this play is the like song the, perfectly in yeah. front of the whole world. Please be you know? perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember the, the drummer who replaced him briefly. Yeah, because I, I mean, obviously Jimmy Chamberlain came back. A fella named a 19-year-old Mike Byrne. Wow. That's crazy. I thought he was from like another band. Yeah. Nope. Just some kid who they... Is he just like some dude from Chicago or something? He's from Portland. Portland. He's from Portland. And they auditioned over a thousand drummers and this kid just won it. Yeah. Imagine being 19 and like... Hey, like you said, not... We're not starting now. This is like, hey, by the way, we're one of the biggest bands in the world right now. Yeah. Have fun Literally, playing this. Yeah. You're auditioning and, for the VMAs. And yeah. your first performance you're, is you're playing the VMAs, which is going to be broadcast world. worldwide. Yeah. yeah. yeah Have yeah. fun with that. I know, <sighs> dude, I just remember watching that when it ha- like when it happened, you know? Mm-hmm. like Because even like that point in the 90s, it was like all that was going on, and I felt like I was a part of it for some reason. Yeah. Like I felt like, like because, you know, you had like Biggie and Tupac stuff going on. Oh, yeah. And it was like through MTV at that time it felt like we were like living it too mtv news Even though did, it had nothing to do with us whatsoever right. you know like kurt, no, Lo- kurt loader and is it john norris mtv news like those yeah, were like the two yeah, yeah. big those got when when uh, i forgot all about john i remember norris when too. kurt cobain died and kurt loader like boom ah, right on yeah. it Kurt Loder with an MTV News special report on a very sad day. Kurt Cobain, the leader of one of rock's most gifted and promising bands, Nirvana, is dead. And this is the story as we know it so far. Cobain's body was found. Yeah. Uh, and the, the Smash Memory thing, when I remember when the keyboardist died of a drug overdose, and Jimmy, there was, and Jimmy no. Chamberlain was. He was on the heroin with him. Yeah. And they were yeah. like, well, you, you, it's all kind of your fault because you survived. Well, and, they, and they had already, like, had issues with him where yeah. they, he had, they had sent him to rehab mm-hmm. and all this stuff and then that happened and they were just like, nah. I, yeah, I distinctly remember that, that MTV news break. It's like the girl who did drugs with Darby Crash. Yeah. yeah. Like you survived and everyone hates you. Every, yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the 90s, so wild time. So the Kurt Cobain thing and then you had... So uh, much heroin. Uh, yeah, yeah. The bassist, uh, original bassist for Hole. Yeah. F- Kristen Pfaff. That's a well, whole. Ultimately, the drummer too, wasn't it? That's a conspiracy theory all its own. Yeah, we're not going there. Courtney, yeah. Courtney Love killed Stop. people. Anyways, I, <laughs> you guys, you guys remember when I went down that rabbit hole? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I'm reading I'm, the books about it and everything. I'm 100 percent in, but I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to sound like a weird conspiracy yeah, theorist. But Courtney Love definitely did it. But let's continue. Don't want to <laughs> be on her hit list. No. <laughs> tonight, tonight. I mean, she didn't really have any power anymore, right? Not really. Hmm. Or other being the executor of his estate, I guess. Right. Maybe yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Aside from making a shit ton of money off of your dead husband, now she's yeah. not really doing a whole lot. Good Pretty for her, sure though. All right, so tonight, tonight. <laughs> well, hold on. You know, you know what brings it all around? Smashing Pumpkins. So yeah, there was. You're so right. So yeah. Billy Corgan and her were dating. Yeah. And then she fucked Kurt Cobain while she was with Billy Corgan. Mm-hmm. And then because she's she's a star. She chases who's the biggest thing. She dated Michael Stipe for a short time, but when REM wasn't becoming the biggest yeah, can thing, we, can we agree that that's fucking weird? That's fucking weird. Like, and then she jumped to Billy Corgan because Smashing Pumpkins were kind of on the rise. Pre, pre melancholy. Well, and then Nirvana started blowing up. She jumped over to Kurt Cobain. So the theory is oh that Kurt Cobain wrote pretty much most of live through this. Yeah. And then when he died, she went back to Billy Corgan and started fucking around with him. And he admitted on the Joe Rogan podcast that he wrote almost all of the songs on Celebrity Skin. Yeah, I actually remember that. And when yeah. you listen to the songs, you're like, "Those are totally Smashing Pumpkins." See, even then, even like that, even on that interview, allegedly, on allegedly. that interview, Billy Corgan gets he starts getting kind of. I don't want to talk about things. Well, he knows that he knows that reptiles, reptilians are are real because yeah. he's seen them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He talks you about know, the, like, the industry hmm. and all. Yeah. It gets Dude, a little weird. Yeah. Great songwriter, though. Hello. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I even said this earlier today where it was like, I knew from a young age of being a Smashing Pumpkins fan that I never wanted to meet Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan. <laughs> I had seen too many videos and stuff, even in those days, mm-hmm. of him, like, treating fans terribly. Yeah. Like, being yeah. mean to people. Like, that were, like, like, people would say something like, Dude, your music is, is like, Changed my life, and he'd be like, "Well, the fuck did that happen? You're a fucking idiot." You know, not quite that, but like basically, yeah, basically being like, "There's no way blowing you off." Yeah, Yeah. like it's like, dude, just say thank you. That's all you got to do there. Even if, even if you're unimpressed, it's just the polite thing to be like, "Cool, thanks." Right. Just say thank you. You know. Yeah. But he just seems like he has a hard time doing that, and I don't want my heart broken by him, so I don't want to meet him. That's fair. (laughs) I learned yeah. long ago not to meet people that you admire because yeah. they're usually a dick. And with that said, he does seem in his older age like he might be a little bit more appreciative of his fans. Yeah, he, he seems to be mellowing out a lot. He's maybe, got that bitching gray yeah. beard now, you know. Because then it goes back to that ultimately, where you know, we're not in his head. We don't know what he's going through. No, you know, well, he like, went through a lot. It's clearly. not that hard to be nice to people, though. But you're right; it, it, it's true. Hey, if you take true. one thing away from this episode, guys, it's not that hard to be nice to people. No, it's not. It's really easy. Pretty easy. Just do it. Yeah. Say hi. What is it? They 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 never get old. They always stay, stay new. Those three words, please and thank you.
<laughs> hey, hey, you know how you know how I always like send you sketch ideas. Uh-huh. First of all, did you get the one I sent you on? I did. I didn't. I didn't. I still don't know if it's funny, and he didn't answer me. So I'm like, oh shit, it was offensive. I'm marinating <laughs> on it. It's usually they're they're like usually they're on like up. The the joke is there. Yeah. This one, it's like it's one you kind of gotta like. Yeah. Th- yeah. It's see, a, it, you have it to is. see it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's nah, a thinker. I, I had one that I've actually specifically saved for this moment. All right. Because it, it involves you 100. percent Okay. You know how, okay, it, is, it was inspired by, and this is just an idea. It's not like all the way fleshed out. And there is a little part of it that like, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'd seen something where, uh, you know, there's a lot of people named Josh. Uh-huh. It's a very, probably the most common name. A biblical. Uh, yeah. Very biblical, mm-hmm. yes. So th- I've been seeing things on YouTube where like all these people named Josh will like, it'll be like like a hundred to 200 Josh's all get together. And it's almost like a LARPing type thing where they bring like, yeah, yeah. And like they fight it out and the winner is the Josh of the year. Oh wow. Right. So I, that inspired me. I was driving, I'd seen one of those videos and then I was driving home one day and I started thinking about it and I was like, so like there's a ton of Josh's out there. And then I started thinking it would be funny if there was like a movie where like, Everybody has their Josh, right? Right. Obviously, you would be mine. Right. You know? So fuck? it's like, well, he's got to be named Josh to be a Josh. Yeah. So, but the thing is, sometimes I might need to get a hold of my Josh, but my Josh isn't anywhere near me. So if I find any other Josh. A secondhand grab, Josh? And I grab their hand, all of a sudden. Show title. All of a sudden, like, we connect, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And like, this is where it gets a little bit like in a like a total pothead type way. <laughs> like, gets a little bit mushy. You no way. I I know I know. So like like whenever we whenever I do that and I connect with my Josh, which is Joshua Montgomery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we're like every time I show up, it's like we're sitting there and like passing a like blunt back and forth. Uh-huh. But like our blunt is always like, it's never like we just started it. Our blunt is like always like three fourths of the way gone or so because it's kind of like we're always connected, you know. I like, like it. yeah, like yeah. I always thought that would be kind of you could do some fun stuff with that idea. I think I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, yeah. It may be kind of sci-fi. Very sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it could go any way too. Like, why do we need to meet up? Why do we need to link up? And then get real meta out of that there because i started <laughs> like it was one of those things where as i'm sitting there thinking of more ideas i'm just like i miss josh <laughs> <You know>? uh, <laughs> diana was saying it's been seven years since you've been yeah home yeah i know yeah that That's picture wild. i posted of you was like from the night before you moved home yeah so, so much has happened in that time <sighs> yeah a whole lot but if at the same time it feels like nothing <laughs> right has happened. Well, we lost yeah. we lost almost three years with COVID. Just like yeah. shit, dude. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it, yeah. Like we haven't been. This is the first time we've been able to actually get together in a while under like positive. Aside from the wedding, that one was fun. But yeah, like before that, it funerals, was all just like funerals, yeah. and that's not There's fun. A lot of funerals. You yeah. Know? Yeah, those are tough, man. Yeah. But you know. Didn't know it was gonna happen more and more, and more. <laughs> until until Elon Musk decides to put that neural link in our brains and we can just upload. Dude, I'm in. Really? Are I'm, you in for I'm that? I'm 100% in. I don't want to die ever. Well, I'm full. I'm total full on. Like, let's live forever. Like that uh, that San Junipero. Uh, I think I'm in the. I think I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I'm like, so I just did 23 and Me, and like I got an email that like they got my saliva sample and they're like extracting my DNA, and I'm just like, fuck yeah, clone me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, let's live forever. That could be, yeah. Now here's the thing though, this is gonna yeah, get yeah. to a little sci-fi, but would your clone does it maintain all of your memories? And if so, what separates you from the clone? Yeah, because I always your definitely consciousness. They're just gonna upload our consciousness. Yeah, that's what I was gonna into say. the fucking cloud or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll be like um, as long altered as, carbon. And it's like as long as that is safe, you live. Yeah. Like you can kind of. Well, yeah. I mean, build you can, your own body. 
Your conscience can be your soul. Well, much like anything, I mean, when the CD player first came out, it was like, you know, unaffordable to the, the lay person. Are you literally comparing this to CD players? I'm technology. Okay, so now. <laughs> so it's uh, going to be too expensive. So build your own body, right? Right. We're, ta- you, we're, talking, like, we're talking like build a bear? <laughs> like, what would you build? BYOB, build your own body. Because I'm pretty sure I would go dragon. That's the title. Dragon? Dragon, yeah. You're going to need two dragons. I'm going to need two dragons. <laughs> uh, a dragon? So we can it's be like any being? It's going to get a little weird. Man, I would probably go. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be so egotistical, but just a super. It's like a. Like a Ryan Reynolds, just, just like a super like fit, a panther. super fit, <laughs> handsome guy, you know, a sex panther, a sex know. panther. Sex panther. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is just incredibly handsome, incredibly though. handsome, and hilarious. He's great. He's got a good sense of humor. He does. He's everything you want a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you? What would you do, Diana? Oh, I haven't thought about my physical being yet. Oh, your immortal being? <laughs> I literally yeah, okay. just had this like epiphany As long as the consciousness. Yeah. yeah, as long as yeah. the consciousness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're kind of like in a dream world. Like that episode of Black Mirror was the San Junipero where... A dragon you, would be cool though. Where yeah. your consciousness yeah. lives in this other digital world that seems very real. And it turns out it's these two old women living in like different eras. Kind of yeah. neat. That'd be interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm probably, if that was the case, then I could pick my... I would probably live in the 90s. Mm. Per, eternally in the 90s but with modern yeah. technology yeah mm. eras now that we're gonna oh no I'm in? just saying like that's just what I would do oh okay yeah cause hmm. yeah cause well, it would be cool to go back to everybody not being so connected yeah that would be cool like being more one on one together yeah. weed was fucking manageable yeah. I could actually smoke a joint and not be like my brain is melting well yeah but it was also cool to like it's also cool to like it's like I got weed on me, legally that's true. right Legal. now. Yeah, it's very true. But wasn't I, wasn't I, mean, I would have had it on me anyway. Wasn't there something? Sure. Wasn't there know? something spicy about it being illegal? Like <laughs> I know this guy. I can it was. Weed it was. And and dude, I will say like when I like because the first dispensary that I worked at, mm-hmm. opening day, I I, walk, I opened up the the safe and there's like a couple pounds of marijuana that's in there, crazy. and I'm just like. This is the first time I've ever been around this much pot and not been scared at the same time. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, Yo, yeah. Anytime you go to like a drug dealer's house, you just go pick up some weed and there's like a bunch of weed on the table. Like, yeah. I need to get mine and get the fuck out of here as soon as possible because at any point, <laughs> yeah. they're coming through that door. Yeah. And I, I don't need to be here in. for that. And then I'm an yeah. accessory and I don't want to be here for that. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Now you can just go, like, we were in Colorado not too long ago and like just walk in. Um, excuse me, can I purchase some marijuana, please? We like, a joint and felt like fucking grandpas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, excuse me. Trying to explain to a a, a bud tender what I'm wanting out of weed is like I just want something I don't want to get too high I felt very like Woody <laughs> Allen or like, a, like it was a very Woody Allen moment I'm just trying not to I just don't want, to, I don't want my brain to melt I'm just trying to like Woody get, Allen yeah. minus the that other yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. the A shirting. You don't want an A shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Minus the A shirt. You don't want any of that. <laughs> well, man, that was a great pick tonight. Tonight. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, and yeah, like I say, all song. of it, all of it, kind of between that moment of like that's the last sound that I want to hear, and all that was because of like, like I said, that I hear that song and I go back to my backyard, mm-hmm. cranked up, just like doing homework. You know, oh, yeah. like. <laughs> I wasn't doing homework. I was trying to write my own songs at that time. You oh, know? yeah. Like, I was like, listen to this one and trying to figure out how to play that riff and, you know. Take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and enter it was like them. That was like, okay. I guess that was like, that was the last time in life that I can remember. And it's not that I'm miserable by any means, but like, not only was I happy, I didn't have any, I didn't know to have any worries. I understand it's that. not that I didn't have any, I didn't completely. know. Yeah. That I needed to worry about things at that time, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a that's an amazing feeling that you don't realize you're having yeah. at that age, you know. Yeah. Like, fuck. The last time you were truly free of any worry. Yeah. Because you didn't know you were gonna die. Wow. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle, man. Okay, so you're in town for a night, one Just night. Tonight. Yep. What are who who well, aside from the show? What are you most excited about? Are you, excited? you can see some more faces at the show. Yes. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully. I don't know who's going to make it though. You know, it, it, it's a Tuesday, and and you know we come from that school of like, show still costs five ten bucks. This was a more 
a little bit more money. A little more money. You know? So I don't expect anybody to just put out the money. If and again, can, it's at the diamond, you know? which is a, like we said before. And that, and with that, there's almost journey. no telling who we might run into. That's very far, true. That's you know? very, very true. I mean, we I had that beautiful moment of running into Jake. Yeah, so Mel and Jake. I was excited about seeing him find out this morning I'm not going to. And then he happens to be delivering the mail here right as I got here. <laughs> you want to hear something? And it was like, this wasn't planned. This is actually a, a, a thing that just happened. This is awesome. When you're something a little you weird. Know? He <laughs> gave me his tickets today to the show. That's what, yeah, he was telling he me. He was able to go. Yeah. That's, yeah. And, that and it would be cool if old uh, Jeremy Dabs. Oh, he might be. There. I don't know if he will. I told him about it, but like I say, it's money. It is know, money. It's not easy to come up with all the time right now. Right. Not unless you're so. Courtney Love. This has been a really fun show. Thank you, Wayne. <laughs> Thank we you could for... start that circle back over again. Yeah, yeah. dude, that'd be a whole, yeah. that'd be a three-hour show. Yeah. Thank you oh, for yeah. thank you for coming on. I've been wanting Absolutely. you to come on for a long time, just trying to get the logistics of getting either to you or you here. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of all worked out. Your birthday falls on two twenty two twenty two this year. Yeah, the Tuesday. And at ten twenty two, it'll be two twenty two twenty two. Military twenty two twenty two. So shit, if we're at the Does show. Does the world explode? I think so. <laughs> or maybe we're all inside of our own simulation, and we're all. It's a. Is reset. a simulation going to reset? It's a simulation. Yeah. Yeah. Can't like wait. when your when your iPhone does that, like love you guys. Yeah, love you. Thanks for being uh-huh. on the podcast. I've been super excited about doing this. So, well, we're glad. Yeah. We Next time I'll pick like punk rock song. We'll do it again. You picked a great song. You picked a great Thank one. You. I yeah. I just and they're a band too. Like if I had listened to Smashing Pumpkins today, I'd probably hate them. <laughs> Honestly, that voice. If I had heard that voice today for the first time, oh yeah, I don't think I'd be in. Yeah, but yeah. when you're when something but, when you're 13, you hear like, you're like fuck yeah, dude, yeah. I feel it, I, I feel know. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nasal scream that's at me, bro. That's all I got too at that yeah. time, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I love you guys. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll do this again. We'll do it again soon. Thank you guys now so much. Now we're gonna go rock out. We are gonna go rock out. It's gonna be a fun show. Thank you guys for listening. Check out all of our sponsors, wherever you can find them on the social media. Check us out on social media. We'll see you next time. Bye.